Welcome to It's Jessica, Not Jennifer, the podcast. Together, let's learn about the strengths we didn't know we had and deal with the fears we didn't know existed. And now here's your host, Jessica. everyone welcome back to another episode of it's jessica not jennifer how is everyone doing today i hope that you guys are all having a good day Um, i'm having a really good day i just got back from my work holiday party and it was really really nice it was nice um to see um the people that you work with outside of work (laughs) Um, to see them in in their regular clothes, not just uniform and work clothes. Um, I don't know about you, but me personally, um, I have the luxury of wearing really comfy clothes to work. Um, I do wear work shirts and jeans. So, you know, that's not what I normally wear when I'm out and about with my family or my friends. So it was nice to dress up, um, to put on some makeup. I don't usually wear makeup to work. Um, so, so yeah, that was, that was really, really nice. Um, it was also nice for, for my husband, Michael and my kids to interact with the people that I'm with every day. You know, um, they always say like how important it is, uh, for you to get along with the people that you work with for you to like the job or the career that you're in um, because you spend eight plus hours with them, you know, more, more time than you, than you do at home. So, um, like I said, I'm very fortunate to work where I work um, because I, I do enjoy my job. Uh, I get along with people that I work with and I know that's, That's not the case for everyone. So that, you know, that is a blessing. So we got to do that today. And now I'm home. The kids fell asleep. So I figured, okay, I need to take advantage right now and record an episode. Um, You know, priorities. (laughs) That's what happens when you have kids and when you have a life. Um, Now, I wanted to do um, an episode about boundaries, how important boundaries are, boundary setting, um, the different kind of boundaries that you can set and why they're important. So I hope that you enjoy this episode and, you know, let's get started. So what is a boundary, right? Um, A boundary is a limit or a line. Uh, that defines you as separate from others. So um, healthy boundaries are limits that you place around um, your time, your emotions, your body, um, and your mental health to stay resilient, solid, and happy with who you are. That's the ultimate goal, right? Um, I think as... um, Depending around, I mean, yeah, depending on the parents that you grew up with and depending on the time 
you know, the era that you grew up in. Um, I feel like before we weren't so focused on you need to worry about yourself. You need to be happy about yourself because then you're selfish. Um, and that that's my experience. Um, if you can relate, then I'm happy. If you can't, um, you know, then I'm I'm sorry. I hope that it's for the better, not for for the worse. So at least my experience, uh, you were made to feel like, you know, you're being a little selfish. Um, but these these borders that you set are empowering um, to to protect you from being used, being tired um, and being drained um, and being manipulated by others. Um, you can set boundaries around, um, you know, emotional energy around your time, around your personal space, around your sexuality, uh, around morals and ethics, around your, your items, your material things, uh, your money, right? You can set boundaries with social media. And obviously you can set boundaries with family, friends, uh, your partner, romantic relationship, with coworkers and with strangers. Um, you know, the given one with strangers is, okay, I don't like being too close to people, right? So you set a boundary like, um, I need my personal space. Um, setting these boundaries requires self-awareness for one. You need to know what it is that you are not comfortable with, what you are comfortable with, what you are going to allow people to do um, to you and around you. Um, if you, you know, are are in a situation where somebody is gossiping about maybe your brother um, and you don't feel comfortable, there are there are ways of setting those boundaries. You know, I don't want you to talk about my brother. And there's ways of getting that message across uh, without coming off as rude. Um, but you do have to be... You have to be sure of it, right? You have to be sure about what it is that you that you will you want to allow and what it is that you don't want to allow. So again, that self-awareness is super important. Um, you know, if you can't get past that self-awareness, then um, you may have a hard time. You may not be able to get that message across. People may not take you serious or um, you're yeah, you're just not going to be confident. Um, and what it is that you that you want to set. So step one is be as clear and as straightforward as possible. Um, do not raise your voice. <laughs> um, anyone, I think whenever you're talking to somebody, you raise your voice, it will be very intimidating. Um, and somebody um, who feels that same way, like like, for example, me. Um, I know that if somebody raises their voice to me, um, I am going to want to raise my voice back. Um, that's just the person that I am. Um, and then none of us win. You know, that's not that's not a good thing. Um, the person that is talking to me is not going to get their message across and we're going to get nowhere. So uh, be clear, be straightforward, but don't raise your voice. Uh, step two is state your need or request directly in terms of what you'd like 
um, rather than what you don't want or like, right? So um, instead of saying, uh, I don't like that dish or I don't like, I don't like that type of juice. Can you get me this one? You know, nobody wants to like the way that comes off too is nobody wants to hear that. Uh, people are probably not going to want to hang around you. So instead say, oh, can you please get apple juice? You know, um, straightforward, it's direct, and it's honest. Um, accept any discomfort that arises as a result of it, whether it's guilt, shame, or remorse. Like I said, um, sometimes when you're, when you're, um, I guess, trying to express what you want or, or you're, you're trying to prioritize your feelings over others. You're you're made to feel like you're being selfish, um, and guilt can come into that picture. Shame, um, and that's not good. You don't want to to feel that. But if you do feel it, um, accept it and let's get over it. How can we move past that? Okay. Um, the third step is common for people with poor boundaries. Um, so sometimes, and I have that problem, um, I can be codependent on other people. Um, and it's not a good thing. I realized that as, as of recently, that being codependent on people brings a lot of disappointment. Okay. There was a situation that happened to me where, um, I had a disagreement with a family member and, you know, we didn't talk for a little while. Um, and that's because I needed some space. I'm sure that that person needed some space too. But um, what I realized is, man, I was really depending on this person to help me with a lot of things um, in my life, with my kids, right? And and I felt like crap, not being able to talk to them, not being able to call on them when I needed help especially, um, especially right now we're on the holidays. Um, those of you that know me personally, and if you don't, I'm, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you guys already know I lost my mom. She got sick around the holidays. So for me, it's a very, very hard time. Um, especially around the holidays, like I'm trying to be really happy. I'm trying to be positive. Um, lately I, I've been in a really good mood and I'll get to that later. Um, but, uh, when, when things don't go, uh, according to plan, um, and that's, that's my problem, right? When things don't go according to plan, when I can't depend on people that I was used to depending on because I was being codependent. Um, and when I can't make people happy because I'm also a people pleaser, that really brings me down. And so I need to set those boundaries so that I am not codependent and that I'm not trying to people please. Um, I need to please me. I need to make Jessica happy. I need to worry about me, right? I need to prioritize my health, my sanity, and and my family, my well-being. Because if I'm not healthy, if I'm not happy, if I am not in a good state, then how can I provide for for the, the three most important people in my life, you know, my husband and my two kids. How can I do that? I can't. So like I said, that situation that happened um, really 
opened my eyes to not being codependent, not being a people pleaser, setting those those important boundaries and prioritizing Jessica. You know, like I, I had said at the beginning, um, and this is a fact, right? Sometimes as adults, we've been raised by our parents, um, our grandparents, our aunts, uncles, um, who've taught us that expressing our needs is bad and it's selfish, you know, but however, not accepting the discomfort that comes from setting healthy boundaries in adulthood means that you're, you're settling for these unhealthy relationships that can cause resentment, manipulation, and abuse before, um, even in my, um, relationships before Michael, um, I can now recognize that um, I was being a people pleaser, um, that they were not healthy relationships. Um, I wasn't thinking about what made me happy. I was thinking about nurturing that person, about what makes them happy. I need to, I need to move whatever it is that is in their way so that they're good, you know. And that that led to a lot of resentment. Um, it ended up being something toxic. It's not good. Um, and, and really it was also manipulation, you know? And so I, I keep getting back to those healthy boundaries. You need to set those healthy boundaries. So now I'm going to share with you signs of healthy boundaries and signs of unhealthy boundaries, because you can set boundaries that are, <laughs> that are unhealthy. And that is a recipe for disaster. So some healthy boundaries um, when it comes to your mental being um, is freedom to have your own thoughts, values, and opinions. Um, we live in a world of social media. Right now, uh, people are getting canceled because you don't agree with, you know, whatever they they are um, preaching. <laughs> And it's really unfortunate um, that that's happening. I hate it. It's disgusting. Um, and, you know, times you have to be that that brave person, um, you know, just saying, I respect your perspective, although I do not agree. Um, it happens in families, right? We don't all agree um, with maybe how we should be raising our kids or, um you know, what should, you know, what we should be talking about at the dinner table. Um, and that's okay. That is okay. Um, could you imagine if we all agreed on the same thing? It would be so boring, right? So um, I don't, I don't think that the solution is, oh, we all need to agree. We all need to be on the same page. No, we don't. We just need to respect each other. Um, so again, I respect your perspective, although I do not agree. You know, it's kind of like that uh, let's agree to disagree thing. Now we're go going to emotional. How emotionally available uh, you are to others. Um, this can be maybe with friends, uh, maybe with cousins, right? Um, as much as I want to support you right now, I do not have the emotional capacity. Um, when I was going uh, through through my mom's um situation, right? She had cancer. She had brain cancer. Um, I was in not in a state to be babying anyone, being supporting, like being supportive to anyone. 
um, unfortunately, right? I had my own shit going on. Sorry for cussing, but I had my own stuff going on and you were not my priority. I needed to worry about how I felt um, with my mom, how my kids felt because their mom, you know, needed to be good for them. So sometimes it's okay. You're not going to be a bad friend, but you just need to step away. Um, so something that I, I, I remember thinking is, you know, I'm going to be a better friend by not, not being in the picture right now. I'm going to step back because, um, because I was unstable, right? Um, when it comes to material things too, that can happen with family members or even with friends. Um, people want to borrow money, right? But maybe you're not in a situation to be letting people borrow money. So you can say something like, you know, I already lent you money last week. So not again right now. You know, I don't, I don't have any money. I'm not able to. Um, internal boundaries. So self-regulation, energy expended on self versus others. So um, I, I hope it's okay, but I'm going to use my sister-in-law as this. Um, so she is very much um, an introvert, right? Um, and when she has done a lot of socializing, <laughs> um, there's times where she doesn't want to do any socializing because ha spending time by herself or spending time with her kids um, and her husband is important to her. And so she has told me, and I'm so proud of her for doing this because I think before she wasn't doing this um, and she's realized, you know, she, she's realized, hey, I need to have these healthy boundaries so that I can be okay. And she has told me this before. Hey, you know what? I've been social all week. I need the weekend to myself. Or it's been a few weekends of me being social. Um, I'm going to stay in today. And I respect that. Um, if you are a real friend, if you really care about that person, if they really care about you, when you say these things, um, they will understand. Okay. I think that you, as you get older and you start realizing that you need to set these boundaries, you start, um, your circle gets smaller and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, the right people will stay. And the people that are not right for you will not stay. Um, and that's okay. Um, it's kind of like a breakup, right? <laughs> um, it hurts in that moment. And you're having all these kinds of feelings and emotions. You're sad. You're depressed. But um, in the end, it's over. You don't even think about that person. And you realize, wow, I was so much better without you. Um, and so that can happen too with with friend. Another one is, is conversational, right? So if somebody is talking bad about somebody and you're not comfortable, it's okay to say, um, I would rather not be a part of this conversation. Okay. And I know what some of you guys are thinking, listening to this. Oh my gosh. If I said that to so-and-so, they're going to think I'm a bitch or I'm rude. Right. But like I said, the ones that know and understand and love you, will stay. They'll, they'll understand. Okay. And then there's also physical, you know, with kids, it's a big thing. And so I have to remember, like, maybe my kid doesn't want to, um, hug, you know, and that's okay. So 
some people are not hookers, right? Um, actually, we have a friend that she doesn't like to be touched. She doesn't like to hug. You know, she makes that very clear. And so everyone just knows uh, whenever you see her, you just say hi. You don't hug her. You don't touch her. Um, so we need to have those boundaries, too, with, with touching people. Some people don't like to be touched. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. Um, the next one is time. So how much time you spend with someone or or how much time you spend doing something. Um, so let's say you, you know, like this one's hard for me because, again, I go back to that people pleasing. Um, but let's say I committed in my head to being at a house for two hours. Right. I don't know. Whatever. It's just an example. And I say to them, you know, I can only stay for two hours. I have to go do this, this and that. Um, you know, and actually, so the unhealthy boundaries would be doing the opposite of this, right? Um, the unhealthy boundaries would be not setting the boundaries and this happening to you. So I'm going to tell you the healthy boundary versus unhealthy boundary. And what I mean by unhealthy boundary is by not setting a boundary at all. Um, so the, the, the healthy boundary would be protect yourself from getting taken advantage of the, the downside of this would be that you're, you're going to be vulnerable to being used, uh, to being taken advantage of. And that's not good. Nobody wants to be used or taken advantage of. Okay. Another one is owning your time. If you overcommit your time to others and leave little time for yourself, you're not setting a healthy boundary. Your self-esteem and self-respect. If you don't set a boundary for your self-esteem and your self-respect, then you're going to have a lower self-esteem and you're going to always be judging yourself. You're going to be thinking about, why did I let that person do that to me? You know? Um, so you can't do that. You need to prioritize time for yourself um, so that you give a lot of that time to yourself and not other people. Um, remember, only take on responsibilities you can handle. You don't want to overcommit yourself. For one, you're going to be feeling exhausted. You're going to be burnt out. And then you're going to feel disappointed because you you obviously you overcommitted. So that means you weren't able to get everything done that you set yourself, that you set out for yourself. And so now you're feeling burnt out, you're feeling tired, and you're feeling disappointed in yourself for not making all those people happy. Overcommitting yourself ties in with people pleasing. Um, take care of your own problems and understand that you cannot heal other people's issues for them. That's a big one for me. Um, it's a big one at work and my personal life. Sometimes I think, okay, man, that person you could tell is having a bad day. I want to help them because, you know, I don't like seeing people sad. I really don't. Um, I don't like seeing people upset. I don't like seeing people, um, angry, sad. Again, I said that, but I don't like seeing that. Right. I, I like when people are happy around me because I'm genuinely a, a very happy person, um, 90% of the time, <laughs> like I, I just am. So 
whenever somebody around me is, uh, you could tell is in a bad mood, it, it, I really beat myself up for it, even though it has nothing to do with me, you know? Um, and then communicate, communicating your needs um, and your wants. That's a big one, too, with relationships. Um, with Michael, from the beginning, um, I told myself, you know what, I'm going to communicate with him. I'm going to tell him exactly what I like, what I don't like. Um, and I've told him, too, that he needs to tell me what he likes and what he doesn't like. If I am saying something that is going to cause him harm, um, if he is doing something to me that's going to cause me harm, whether it's going to take time away from my family or, or for his family, um, those are not good things, too. But but I won't ask that of him. He won't ask that of me. Um, and so we've made it very clear that we need to communicate, but we need to, you know, say what, what it is that we expect from each other. You can't expect your partner to read your mind. You can't expect the people at work to read your mind. You can't expect your family to read your mind. So communicating what you want. Say what you want. You need to ask yourself, what is causing me stress? Unnecessary stress, right? What is causing me unnecessary discomfort? And write them down. I think it's important um, to write things down. Um, if you don't like to write, then type it out. I know damn well that you can write a super long text fast. <laughs> so open up your phone, open up the notes section and start typing. It's okay for women to do this. It's okay for men to do this. Okay. We need to normalize, um, that we all have emotions. We all have feelings and we need to write them down. Um, it's, it's very important that you release those emotions, that you release those feelings, um, whether it mean talking to somebody. Some people um, now have therapists, right? And if you have a therapist, then you can talk to that therapist and let it out with them. Um, if you don't have a therapist, then, then get a journal or open up your notes section and ask yourself these questions, okay? What is causing me unnecessary stress or discomfort? What do I look forward to each day versus what do I dread? If your job is causing you stress, discomfort, and you dread going there, you hate all the people that you work with, maybe you shouldn't be at that job, okay? Maybe you shouldn't be at that job because you need to think about what's going to make you happy. And if that job is not making you happy, then you need to go somewhere else where you are going to be happy. Who or what gives me energy, right? For me, my kids give me energy. They make me happy. Um, they they give me that like feeling of looking forward to something. I need to be good for them because they depend on me. They're little. They need me. What areas of your life do you feel exhausted by? What makes you feel safe? What makes you feel supported? What makes you feel valued? draw a large circle on a blank piece of paper, okay? And inside the circle, write everything that makes you feel safe and everything that makes you feel stress-free. Focus on that circle, okay? Um, for a lot of people, a daily routine is, is a good thing. Um, I love routines. I love routines. I'm a planner. I love plans. 
whenever we go anywhere, I'm like, okay, what's the plan? What time do we need to be there by? What about this? What about that? Um, I think we we talked about this on the uh, episode with Rudy and sobriety, right? He was talking about future tripping. And um, now I, you don't, you shouldn't focus too much on that because that can also be uh, you trying to, um, like, you, you know, you're getting too much in your head. That's not good either. But um, a daily routine can also help you keep yourself on, on track. Um, what do you like doing in the morning? Okay. In the morning, I always get up, I brush my teeth, and I thank God. I thank God for another day of life. I do that every day, every day. And I'm teaching my kids to do that because when you wake up on that positive note, you're happy, you're thanking God for everything that you have. Okay, yes, maybe you lost your wallet yesterday and that sucks, okay? But did you wake up in a bed today? You did, right? Did you wake up in your house, in your apartment, whatever, in your home? You did, right? You could have woken up on the side of the street in a box, but you didn't. So it's just just those things that you have to think about. You really have to look at the positive side of it. Um, words of affirmation from your partner, hugs from your loved ones. Hugs make me feel so good. I love my brother. Whenever I see my brother, I give him a big hug. It just, it brings me back to like, I don't know, that warm feeling of when your mom would hug you, you know? Um, leaving work stress in the office. Uh, my boss has has always said to, uh, when you walk into a room or when you walk into the office, tap tap the side of the, the door, the, what is that thing called? Uh, oh my gosh, I can't think of the word right now, but tap the side of the door, leave whatever you were coming in with, leave it out there because now you're starting work. And then when you leave work, tap again because you're leaving that stress at work. You're not taking that home. It's not Michael's fault that a customer was rude to me or it's not Michael's fault that a coworker said something dumb. It's not right. That all that, that stress needs to be left at home. I'm sorry. That stress needs to be left at the office, not at home. Um, so I can't bring that home with me. Um, clear communication from your loved ones. That's super important. Freedom to decide how you spend your free time. Do you like going to get your nails done? Okay. Then you need to have that. You need to spend, you need to save a little bit of money to go get your nails done because we need to have that freedom to go get our nails done. Saying no to energy vampires. <laughs> okay. And what does that energy vampires mean? People that are, when you overcommit yourself, that's a great example. And then of course your body, right? Um, we need to respect our body. Um, we need to be able to, um, say no and feel confident in saying no when we don't want to do something. Um, that's, that's super important right now. Um, I think that all of this ties into mental health. Um, I don't know if you guys heard about that guy. Um, I mean, it's all over the news. It's tragic. There, there is a man, his name 
or was a man. Um, there was a man. His name is um, Twitch. Um, I don't know his, his name. I know his last name is Boss, but um, he, he goes by the nickname Twitch. And everyone, everyone says, you know, this guy was so happy. What what went wrong? You know, he looked so happy. He had just posted a video uh, dancing with his wife. He had three kids, a beautiful wife. He had money, right? That's what we saw on social media. Um, and remember that it's not good to compare yourself to somebody on social media. Um, <laughs> me, right? I only post the cute things that happen. I'm not going to post myself crying. I'm not going to post me talking bad about a family member that I just got into a fight with. That's not cute, right? Nobody wants to see that. So to somebody outside, they're going to say, oh, Jessica has it all together. Look at her with her cute family. She's so happy. But, you know, we need to remember that we all have problems. We all have shit going on in our lives. Okay? We need to be kind to each other. We need to be kind to each other. Um, you guys, especially around the holidays, this whole cancel culture thing is has gotten out of control. Um, money. Money is a big, a big thing, too, that we need to have healthy boundaries with money. Um, I don't know. There's so many theories about what went wrong with him. People are throwing out that he lost all his money. Um, and you know, I, it doesn't even matter what the bottom line is that a man took his life. Okay. And that's so unfortunate. And we need to rem remember that we need to be kind to each other. We need to check in on each other. We need to be kind. I, I mean, I can't stress that enough. You don't know what somebody is going through. Um, you need to look at the good things that you have going on in your life. I'm so sad for his wife and, and his, his kids. Um, when I worked at the hotel, I used to work at a hotel, um, this is years back, geez, maybe 10 years back. Um, I think longer than that. And um, when I was working one night, a man shot himself in one of the rooms. And I just, to me, I'm, I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. I, I, as much as I've been sad, I've been depressed. Um, especially as of recently with my whole, um, you know, with the thing with my mom, man, that, that really hurts. You know, I miss her every day, but I just think about my kids. Um, and, and I don't know, I, I, I really try to stay positive. I don't know what he was going through. Um, I'm so sad that he felt that that was the last resort. Um, but we need to remember to check in on, on our men. Um, 
because I think that men, are, I think, are not allowed that time um, or are not allowed the emotions um, that, that sometimes uh, we as women are allowed. Um, I feel like there's more resources for women feeling sad <laughs> than there are for a man who's feeling sad. Um, I know in my family, um, I can probably tell you, um, or I can count the times on my hand, on one hand, um, that I have seen my dad cry. Um, and maybe even the times that I have seen each of my brothers cry. And I know, I know very well that my brothers and my dad don't have less problems than I have had, right? If we were to compare the same years of our lives. Um, and I am a crier. <laughs> I cry. Um, there is a chemical that's released when you cry that makes you feel better. Um, so I just want to, I just want to put that out there. It's okay to cry. It's okay to cry. It's okay to let your feelings out. Um, and it's okay to set those healthy boundaries. Um, especially around the holidays, you know, it's really hard around the holidays. You want to make everyone happy. Um, maybe you have to go to so-and-so's house. Um, and maybe set a boundary of only going over for a certain amount of time. You don't have to stay the whole night. Don't make yourself miserable. Um, and try to look at, look at the positive of it or say, no, I don't want to go. <laughs> um, no is an answer. Okay. Instead of you saying, well, let me think about it. I'll get back to you. You're not saying no. You're not setting that healthy boundary. Just say no. Okay. Um, no, it doesn't have to be rude, but it doesn't, it also doesn't have to require um, you saying sorry, and it doesn't have to require um, a reason, okay, an explanation. So to wrap it up, okay, um, I just want to say that you have to think about um, what it is that you don't want to allow. Um, like I said, you have to know what it is that you're, that you're going to be okay with and what it is that you're not going to be okay with. Um, so that number one thing that I talked about is finding out what it is that makes you happy and what it is that doesn't make you happy. So that's self-awareness. We need to be clear about the expectations that we are going to be setting for ourselves and for others. Um, we need to communicate 
those expectations so that if somebody doesn't do something because you didn't tell them to do it, you're not disappointed. Um, because people are not mind readers, right? You can't expect them to know what it is that you want. Uh, be clear, be straightforward. And remember, it's okay to not be okay. We need to accept any discomfort, accept any guilt, accept any shame, accept any remorse. Accept it and then let it go. Don't suppress feelings. Talk about it. Write it down. You need to have a circle around you that you can be comfortable with. Uh, Like saying those emotions to or or talking about your day. If you don't, please write it down. If you don't like doing that, there are ways that I know therapy, they say, is expensive, but there are other ways to do it. Um, I know there's a lot of Zoom, like therapists. Um, those charge a little bit less. If you have insurance through your job, look into that. And then if you're feeling down, if you're feeling depressed, help is available, okay? If you dial 988 on your phone, that is a suicide and crisis lifeline. They're open 24 hours, um, and they are available in English and Spanish. Okay, if you want to text, you can also text 988. Um, some people prefer text. You can do that too. And if you don't want to do any of that stuff and you feel comfortable talking to me, I'm here. I will help as much as I can. And if I can't help you, then I will point you into the direction that, you know, with somebody who can. So just know you guys are not alone. The holidays can be super, super happy. And then they can also be super sad. Um, uh, I told you guys I, I wanted to get into like, I, I think I'm starting to get to a little bit of that um, part of the the stages of grief where you're kind of like accepting what happened. Um, I miss my mom every day, uh, but I'm starting to think like, okay, my mom would not want me to be sad. Um, she would not want me to be miserable. She would want me to be enjoying my kids, enjoying my husband, enjoying my friends, the rest of my family, um, and enjoying my time at work too. Um, and so that brings me a little bit of closure that my mom would want me to be happy. You know, she was always a happy lady and she loved seeing me laugh, seeing me like smiling. Anytime I would be looking at something funny on my phone or I would get a text from Michael cause he sends memes all the time or he sends me a funny joke. And I, I genuinely, I find my husband very funny. I love him. I love his sense of humor. And he, he knows how to make me feel better. And I used to be at, at my mom's house 
because uh, I would go over there after work. And I remember I would sit on the couch and be on the phone and, re- you know, be reading something funny that he sent me. And she would just like stare at me and and smile and, and ask me, what's so funny? Or she would, she knew Michael sent me something and she'd say, what did Michael send you? You know, um, so yeah, that just brings me a little bit of closure. Um, I, I, I need to keep like reminding myself that my mom would not want me to be sad. She would want me to be happy. Um, and also knowing that some days are going to be a little bit harder, um, where I may miss her more and it's okay for me to feel those, those emotions. Um, And that is how I'm helping myself. I hope that that was a little bit of something to give you hope if you're going through the same thing. Um, I really thank you guys for listening to this episode. I hope that it was something that you enjoyed. I spoke from the heart. um, And that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. And thank you guys for listening. (laughs) It does mean a lot to me. Uh, Stay tuned for another episode next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to It's Jessica, Not Jennifer, the podcast. Please subscribe on Instagram at It's Jessica, Not Jennifer. And please follow and listen wherever you get your podcasts.